You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travcom. Hello, and welcome to the Exhibitor Minute of the Travel Nursing and Allied Life podcast. I'm Michelle Freitag. Today, we'll be hearing the results on a survey that was done specifically for active travel nurses, their thoughts about their jobs, and their plans for the future of the profession. This podcast will be sharing some slides for you. So if you're listening, we'll describe most of them for you. But if you're interested in actually viewing them, this episode will also be airing on our YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and search for Travcon. With me today is Steve Curtin, the CEO of The Gypsy Nurse, which is the largest online forum for travel nurses. Welcome and thank you for joining, Steve. Michelle, it's great to see you. I think the last time I saw you was in sunny Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago at TravCon 22, and that was quite an experience. I would love to do another podcast with you to talk about that down the road. It was my first one, and it was awesome. Excellent. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Now, you've been busy on the side with uh, the Gypsy Nurse, and this has been quite an interesting project that it sounds like you have created and followed through. And I'm really excited to hear the results of this survey because it sounds like you didn't just go for all nurses and you didn't go for ex-travel nurses. It sounded like you really worked hard to focus on active travel nurses. So I'm really excited to hear the results of the survey. Yeah, well, I'm excited to share, Michelle, and you're absolutely right. This was a uh, market research survey that we did specifically with the travel nursing population. Um, We received over a thousand responses from self-identified travel nurses that had at least two years of uh, uh, registered nursing experience, as well as did at least one assignment over the last two years. So uh, this was a uh, a very in-depth study for that community. And I think you'll be very interested to hear some of the results and interesting information that that came out of that. We completed it this past spring. I had the opportunity to present those results uh, at TravCon in one of the speaking sessions. Uh, In addition to that, the information and the full report is available at thegypsynurse.com slash voice. And we will put those in the notes of the podcast as well. If you need the link, you can find it down below. Excellent. Well, if I may, I have a a short uh, PowerPoint deck prepared for you, Michelle. I promise I'll keep it short. (laughs) And I can walk through some of the highlights uh, for for those that are taking taking in the podcast. So Michelle, for those that don't know, I'd like to talk a little bit about the Gypsy Nurse. Uh, The Gypsy Nurse, we serve in a community of over 500,000 members and followers across multiple digital platforms, including thegypsynurse.com. And for those that don't know, which I'm thrilled to mention this uh, in in our podcast today, but the Gypsy Nurse and TravCon have joined together through an acquisition that happened earlier this year. We're really excited about that because we have had such a small group and we've been struggling with the workload as it grows bigger and bigger. And we thought, gosh, how are we going to manage this? So we're really tickled, actually, to be able to combine with someone who has the same vision for the conference and for travel nursing in general. So I think it'll it'll produce some wonderful things for travelers. Absolutely. I can't wait for TravCon 23. But before we start, before we talk about that, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about us and, and the study. But certainly the, the Gypsy Nurse, uh, our mission is to provide resources and support for travel uh, healthcare professionals and travel nurses at all stages of their career and provide information and tools and connectivity to help them to be successful. Uh, Let's talk a little bit, Michelle, about why we commissioned the Voice of the Travel Nurse study. This study is the first of its kind to focus on travel nursing only. As you know, you know, throughout your nursing career, there's been a lot of study done on 
the nursing profession as a whole, but nothing has yet focused on travel nursing. So given the mission of the, of the gypsy nurse, we wanted to really focus in on travel nursing uh, as a segment of nursing. What this all basically boils down to is this survey provides us with an understanding of their perspectives so that we can take this and, and certainly as an organization, it's Gypsy Nurse, TravCon, anybody else that, that works with travel nurses, how we can better serve the travel nurse community. That's very important to us. And frankly, that's the reason why the Gypsy Nurse exists. Uh, but we're also taking this information and by publishing it uh, in the form of a study, we're gonna provide guidance to healthcare facilities as well as travel nurse staffing firms to better serve uh, the travel nursing community. We also hope that by understanding their perspectives, we're gonna help travel nurses stay in nursing. And what I mean by that is, as this information is, is disseminated to uh, people that work within uh, the healthcare industry, by understanding these perspectives, we'll be able to address the issues that travel nurses face on a day-to-day -day basis. And to the extent that, that uh, nurses or, or travel nurses in particular are leaving the profession, what can we do? How can we improve to uh, help them to stay with travel nursing? And certainly too, uh, our hope is that the information in this study will encourage more uh, professionals, more healthcare professionals to consider a career in travel nursing. For those that enter into the travel nursing profession, it's really good for the entire uh, healthcare community as a whole. So that's essentially why we uh, developed the study and, and commissioned the study. It was done with a national market research firm. So uh, this is not something that we put together or uh, you know, that, that we kind of cobbled together through opinion or what have you. Uh, this was done with a professional market research firm uh, that, that um, uh, has been around for a number of years. We, we had over that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, as you know, there's been a lot of studies out there that, you know, are opinion based or maybe a small yes, sample size. Absolutely. This is not the case. We actually had over a thousand uh, respondents between online surveys and uh, live interviews that were conducted in the spring of, of, of 2022. And each respondent was screened to ensure they were a registered nurse for at least two years with at least one travel assignment since 2020. Is it perfect? No, but we feel that's an excellent uh, uh, excellent cut relative to the uh, uh, the travel nursing profession and those that are in travel nursing right now. And as I mentioned, these responses are not our opinion or our guess or our interpretation. These are what travel nurses gave us for responses. The full report is available for download at thegypsynurse.com slash voice. So let's take a quick snapshot. What's happening in the state of uh, the nursing profession as a whole? Um, probably, unfortunately, not surprising. The rate of nurse turnover right now relative to staff nursing is very high. In 2017, it was around 17%. It's now increased to uh, almost 29%. So there's a significant number of nurses that are involved in direct patient care uh, that plan on leaving uh, the profession, leaving the direct patient care role. And that's very disturbing. I, I know it you is. as a nurse, I'm sure it's right. saddening to see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but that's what's happening out there uh, relative to the overall nursing profession. And there's there's been a lot of studies, but we're just picking two highlights here. Why are they leaving? You probably know this better than anybody, but you've got uh, burnout, uh, the tragedy during the pandemic. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, just the strain of dealing with critically ill patients, no time to grieve, no time to recharge, right? There were nobody to fill their role, particularly in the first year, year and a half of the pandemic. 
they were just had to go to work every day. There was no time to take a step back and, and recharge. Uh, unfortunately, uh, from what uh, nurses were telling us, uh, they said they were, why they were leaving the profession, lack of recognition. I think the public appreciation for nurses um, you know, was strong at the beginning of the pandemic, but unfortunately, as the pandemic wore on, uh, there was a, a lack of recognition and appreciation. And frankly, some of it turned into, um, for lack of a better word, some, a level of animosity. Nurses were caring for angry patients who denied that the pandemic existed or the effectiveness of vaccines. Uh, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a healthcare professional, but I've, I've worked in the industry for a number of years. I can only imagine what that was like for nurses that are providing uh, patient care under, under those sorts of trying circumstances. Um, in addition to that, uh, you, you know, uh, healthcare systems, unfortunately, the recognition that they did provide was weak. We all uh, heard about the pizza parties and t-shirt giveaways in some, for, uh, in, in, in some respects, and those certainly weren't enough. So there was a, uh, there was a, a decreasing um, lack of appreciation for nurses uh, as the pandemic wore on. There was concern for patient safety, and this unfortunately is still continuing. Uh, the lack of nurses relative to um, nurse-to-patient care and, and the uh, nurse-to-patient ratios, there, there's that's been going on forever, as you well know, and unfortunately it continues to go on. It's only getting worse. Uh, inadequate training was another reason that nurses cited leaving the profession, particularly too during the pandemic. You had a number of grads who were just kind of thrown into the fray uh, and they were just completely overwhelmed. They didn't have proper training, proper onboarding, and they just they just left. Um, I also think too uh, that nurses uh, found better opportunities. Many of them told us that there were uh, opportunities to uh, get into non-bedside uh, care or non-patient care, go into things like telemedicine and so forth. They're still staying in nursing, but they're, they're, they're not in the bedside care. Uh, or they left the profession uh, in, in general. They went to you know, in, insurance companies or other things in which uh, they did not have to provide uh, direct patient care. They had the ability to earn a solid income without dealing with those stresses. And we um, saw that online too. Uh, online and when you speak to people, they're, they're very interested in finding other options that give them a break, give them a recharge which in many ways is why we brought telemedicine and various options to Travcon because that's what they're interested in right now. Uh, those kinds of other alternative options or side gigs or insurance or telemedicine, all of those are of high interest to them right now. Yeah, absolutely. We see it. We see it all the time in our in our network discussion groups on Facebook. It's just this this aspect yes. of, you know, I've had it. I'm moving on, unfortunately. And then, you know, as you know, too, uh, the lack of flexibility. Uh, people found alternatives to 12 hour shifts and, uh, you know, preferred the option to either work shorter days or on a remote basis or what have you. So to the extent that, that nurses were leaving the profession, those were just some of the highlights in terms of uh, why uh, they said that they were uh, they were leaving and moving on. Now, let's, I'd like to talk a little bit about travel nurses. Again, th this is why we focused on this particular area, because, you know, there's been a lot of studies on the nursing profession, but yet what about, what about travel nurses within the nursing profession? What are their overall satisfaction levels? And I got to tell you, uh, when I uh, saw the results of this report, and certainly I know you and I have talked about it, I, I was floored <laughs> at some of the statistics that, that came out of this report. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but when you talk about the uh, drivers of satisfaction, at what drives the satisfaction levels for travel nurses and makes them want to continue in travel nursing, 
really the three key drivers were being a part of a team. Travel nurses uh, said that they, when they were satisfied and when they were happy on an assignment uh, and happy in their career, they want to feel like they're part of a team. Uh, they want to be working uh, in conjunction with staff nurses, be embraced. They, they want to feel like they're working for the common good, if you will. And they like making a difference in multiple healthcare facilities. They, no surprise from a travel nursing perspective, they like to be able to move around and see different environments, different geographies, really make a uh, work in multiple healthcare, uh, healthcare settings. And they like the flexibility. Uh, certainly the flexibility of, of, to some extent, when they've accepted a contract, uh, looking at different um, areas in which that they can uh, work and, and different, um, you know, uh, time shifts and what have you. So it all adds up to, all adds up to uh, key drivers of satisfaction. But let's talk about some specifics now, which again, really kind of uh, knocked me off my chair. When we, when we asked uh, travel nurses for their satisfaction uh, levels. How, how satisfied were they today uh, in the travel nursing segment of nursing? Get this, over 79% indicated that they were satisfied or very satisfied That's in really their current high. Much yeah. higher than I thought. That's fantastic. I thought that I was reading the charts wrong and I, I really, really was amazed at, at that data. And we're going to drill down why that is true on a, in a moment. But at, yeah, 79% of uh, over a thousand travel nurse respondents indicated they were satisfied or very satisfied in their current role as a travel nurse. Uh, here's another one for you. Uh, when we look at the satisfaction levels today compared to before the pandemic, 50% of the respondents said they were as satisfied uh, today as they were before the pandemic hit. And 30% said they were more satisfied today compared to before the pandemic. That's big. It really is. And, and I really was... like here what you say. I'm going to take the, the right out of your, your slide here. 85% expect yeah. to continue as a traveler. That is fantastic. Isn't it? It, it yeah. just uh, so there's there's some a glimmer of hope there when you look at the, kind of look at the overall relatively gloomy picture. It for, is for an the addicting. It's a very addicting lifestyle. You see something new every day. You get to explore the country in ways you never could. Uh, you can pay off bills even better if you don't need that. Uh, you know, structure of the the staff nurse and and having maybe your kids. A lot of people are either before kids or after kids because it really is all about the kids that force you to stay in one spot for a time. Once that's taken care of, the travel nursing is just fantastic way to, to enjoy your career. And when I, we do the scholarships too, people talk about travel nursing, expanding their horizons, making them a better nurse in general, being able to handle and see different things, how much they learn. It's, it's really exciting to hear how much they love it. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's so there are some, as you just described, there are some, um, you know, key satisfaction elements that are, are specific to travel nursing uh, that, that, you know, I think are inherent to travel nursing. And then you have the aspect of, you know, I felt that that having gone through the pandemic, the satisfaction levels would be much lower for travel nurses. Mm -hmm. But in fact, they are stayed that they have they have in fact increased so that was very 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 encouraging um we'll touch briefly on pay um 
you know, a lot of people feel, well, of course they're satisfied, they're being paid more money. Well, number one, that isn't always true. And number two, our survey showed and the respondents showed uh, money isn't everything. Mm -hmm. So the study showed that elevated pay rates can attract nurses to traveling, but it won't necessarily keep them committed. So we've all heard the stories of uh, difficult uh, contracts, tough facilities, um, you know, just, just tough assignments in general. Um, but you can't just throw money at a situation and make it work out for a travel nurse. That's what, that's what they told us. I think there is a myth out there that travel nurses are only in it for the money or they just, you know, they're, they're all about these high paying contracts. Certainly money plays a role, but the fact of the matter is if you have a bad situation, money isn't going to solve all the problems and it's not going to keep a travel nurse on an assignment or frankly, uh, keep them within, uh, within a travel nursing profession. So mm -hmm. money does not solve all problems. That was a key takeaway from it. I'm going to quickly highlight these areas and the report touches on it more in depth, Michelle. So I would encourage people to download the report. But obviously, when it comes to the travel nursing equation and the role and, and, and their overall satisfaction levels, there's a couple of key uh, players in it, if you will. One would be healthcare facilities and one would be uh, travel nurse staffing firms. Um, let's talk about healthcare facilities for a moment. Um, you know, uh, obviously, the aspect of um, you, you know, satisfaction um, in their assignment. There are some things that are inherent to facilities that they have to deliver on. Just highlighting some key attributes here from the study for travel nurses that, that indicated that they were likely to continue in the profession, they really boiled down to three key attributes, three key drivers of satisfaction when it came to healthcare facilities. 75% indicated that they felt safe in their mo most recent uh, healthcare facility assignment. That was a bit of a shocker for me because we see a lot of nurses that weigh in in terms of not feeling safe, whether the facility had inadequate security, whether they were in a, in a particularly uh, bad area. Um, but but 75% indicated that um, that they felt safe in their most recent uh, healthcare facility assignment. And that obviously contributes to satisfaction and continuing. 70% uh, indicated they had adequate equipment to do their job effectively. So, uh, you know, PPEs, hardware, anything else, 70% indicated that they had, they had the proper equipment, which is certainly encouraging given, particularly in the early days of the, of the pandemic, some of the issues that we had relative to equipment. Uh, the third key driver, third key satisfaction attribute uh, was receiving regular communications from their facility. 64% that were likely to continue in the profession indicated they received regular communications from their healthcare facility. So this, this aspect of safety, equipment, and communications are key when it comes to travel nurse satisfaction uh, and, uh, you know, with, the, uh, with their facilities. Now, here's the downside. Um, while there was, there was indications to the positive, one in four nurses did not feel safe in their most recent assignment. Three in 10 did not have the proper equipment. More than a third didn't receive regular communication. So for all of the good stuff, there's also a segment of the travel nursing population that, that didn't feel that they were supported properly. And facilities really need to examine their efforts to create a safe and productive and inclusive environment for travel nurses. If they do that, travel nurses will be satisfied and travel nurses uh, will stick around. We already touched on the, the, the main driver gaps relative to dissatisfaction, uh, but certainly nurse to patient ratios, the how travel nurses were treated compared to staff nurses, 
how unhappy they were relative to their treatment by hospital staff, those play a big role in terms of dissatisfaction. Um, so the bottom line here, Michelle, is that if healthcare facilities can really take a look at how they're supporting travel nurses, pay attention to things like onboarding, orientation, interaction with staff, feeling like they're a part of the team, that is going to make for a great equation for travel nurse satisfaction when it comes to working with the facility. When we come to uh, travel nurse agencies and their relationships with and the relationship with travel nurse satisfaction, there were three key attributes there according to the study. Travel nurses, no surprise here. When they're happy and they're likely to continue in the profession, their 76% said their agencies were quick and responsive to calls and inquiries. 72% said they keep them regularly informed. And 64% said that agencies act as my advocate. And I think that was a key takeaway there. Agencies need to indicate uh, or need to work with a travel nurse and, and be an advocate for a travel nurse. Which is a big um, reason why we promote the live recruiter. You know, there's a lot of companies coming out really. where there is no dedicated recruiter. You kind of, uh, if you've been in it for many years, you might feel that's the way to go. But we've always believed that having that real person, that connection, that relationship, and then you think you don't need them. But then when something happens, that's when yeah. they really shine because they can help you out. You are so right on, and I know you have experience there, and it's just the advocate component, the support component, feeling like they're on your side, that, that's so, so critical when it comes to the nurse agency relationship. And the takeaways for agencies here, and, and again, I would encourage uh, facilities and agency staff to download this report and take a look at it, because some of the key takeaways here, we acknowledge the fact that, you know, there's, there's obviously, uh, there's fierce competition for talent out there. There's a lot of travel nurse staffing firms out there, and there's not an awful lot of travel nurses. And it's from a business perspective, the agencies are always on the lookout to, you know, try and find travel nurses to you know, work in a contract role. At the same token, they feel, what is the company doing for me? I should be getting the full bill rate. You hear from some, but they, they do so many things and the clinical right. team is just one of them. Yeah, absolutely. So just a couple of quick takeaways here. Again, if agencies deliver on their on their promises uh, to um, you know work with travel nurses at a very uh, strong level, you got to enhance your service levels. The other thing is relative to communication, they can complete job orders. That was something that uh, that came through the survey that was a bit of a surprise as well. When it comes to communication, what travel nurses were lumping into communication was this aspect of getting incomplete job orders from the facilities or, or incomplete job descriptions, uh, incomplete communications relative to the contract. Uh, it, it behooves an agency to communicate crisply, to communicate fully, uh, and that will help the nurse make decisions uh, more quickly regarding taking a taking a contract. Uh, the other key takeaway here is recruiters who have empathy for travel nurses' um, situations provide higher levels of service. Uh, the recruiters um, need to know that they may be the only consistent source of support the nurses receive during their entire contract, and the, and the recruiters need to um, show that they value the travel nurse, uh, the travel nurses' work. They value them as people. Uh, and again, be, you know, empathize and, and, and try and understand some of the challenges that they're facing. So, Michelle, uh, and this is more fully detailed in terms of the report, but, you know, what does the future hold for travel nursing? Well, in taking a step back, we look at the nursing profession overall. 
I think we would both agree here, the nursing profession overall, has got a lot of challenges. Um, and the recruiting uh, of people into the nursing profession, the retention of people into the nursing profession, and the quality of life for nurses as a whole, they've got to be top priorities for anybody involved with, uh, uh, with healthcare in general. We, I think the healthcare industry needs to take a step back and take a look at these areas uh, and, and really examine um, examine the industry and say, where are we going wrong? Where are we not delivering? Because it's no surprise that that nursing as a profession, there are people leaving uh, nursing as a profession. And, and it's multiple issues that cause this dissatisfaction in the nursing profession as a whole. And there's no single solution. It's not even increasing pay rates are going to resolve the issues no, entirely. there is no single solution. There's so many different no. things that can play into it. It really is, and and yeah. they made that clear through through the um, uh, through uh, the voice of the travel nurse study and the, and the feedback that we got. But what's going to make a difference is that facilities, agencies, organizations in healthcare that honestly evaluate their culture and make the necessary improvements, they're going to attract or talent, going to retain uh, uh, retain talent. Just you know, I hate to put it in this perspective, but to the extent that there are portions of healthcare that are are a business. Any good business takes a look at their operations, take a look at their team, where they need to improve and make changes. You have to be honest and make the changes. Now, some a lot of negativity there around the overall nursing profession, unfortunately. But there, I think there is a glimmer of hope when it comes to travel nursing. Oh, I think uh, there's quite a bit of positivity with the travel nursing side of it. And many of the challenges can be overcome very easily. Better absolutely. Communication, better check-in. Uh, I mean, we're all hampered on all sides of it with staffing challenges. So recruiters could be hampered and have a lot more travelers on their docket, but very easy to, many of these are very easy to overcome to make it, the, the staffing is the biggest hitch, right? If you have enough staff, Absolutely, absolutely, and and again, that's one of the reasons why we put together this study in this uh, in this report and made it public was to to provide information and areas for improvement for agencies and facilities alike, and also to provide travel nurses with a glimpse of of really you know what's happening out there. I think sometimes travel nurses feel like they're alone, and when they see data in a report that comes from a thousand of their peers weighing in, I think that's very important. Very but much you know so. the. Yeah, and, and the report does offer a glimmer of hope. It shows that travel nursing is a great avenue for nurses that, staff nurses that perhaps are dissatisfied but want to continue in the profession. Certainly travel nursing is a great option. And it shows that travel nurses overall, they're satisfied uh, with the career choice that they've made in the nursing profession. They're committed to their work and they have high satisfaction levels um, relative to their staff counterparts uh, when it comes to their intentions to remain in the nursing industry and referring others to their profession. So that's a, Michelle, that's a summary of, of our report. Again, it is available on the gypsynurse.com slash voice. I would encourage anybody to download it. Uh, it's uh, free and download it and you get some great information on it. And if anybody would like to contact me directly about the report, there's my email, steve at the gypsynurse.com. Feel free to email me. I'd be happy to um, happy to uh, connect. But thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. This was this was great. And I'm, I'm really pleased to bring this information out to the community. It, we really appreciate you bringing it to us because this is basically our voices speaking to each other. So thank you so much, Steve. Really appreciate it. This is a wrap up for the Exhibitor Minute of the Travel Nursing and Allied Life podcast. We'll have all the links in the notes below. And you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Travcon and you'll find this episode. Thank you, Steve, for joining us. I really appreciate that. You have a good week. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. 
You can find the full show notes below or at trapcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.